What's going on, everybody? It's time for another wonderful episode of Dynasty Queens. I am Pamela Nicole, and I've got my beautiful best friend here, the beautiful Mia J. Mia J. So before we get started with today's episode, I do want to give a shout out to our wonderful sponsor, Social Media Blast Off. Whether you're an artist, upcoming, you know, you've got something going on that you'd like to tell the world about entrepreneurship, whatever it is, Social Media Blast Off has you covered. So tell you what, if you want to go ahead and get maximized the most out of your social medias, whether it's Twitter or X, um, um, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify. We do all music platforms as well. Go ahead and scan the QR code right down here and get 40% off. You'll go to socialmediablastoff.net and get started today. So, my sweet, what are we talking about today? Okay, so let's get right into it. Girl, when it comes down to relationships, relations, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With men's is, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> How important is the size of, you know what I'm saying, the goods? Like, what what quantifies as good enough? What quantifies as the lack thereof? And how does that affect or impact a deep relationship? Like, once you go the distance with somebody. Is it possible to go to distance with somebody who is not satisfying you with the bedroom? That's a really great question. And to answer that, I, I really just feel like it depends on the person. Because some people, and I've met people like this, where the sex might be awful, like god awful. But everything else, the check marks are there for every other aspect of it. So you're willing to compromise on that. I mean, there's toys, there's other things for that, you know, to help you with that situation. But I really just feel it depends on the person. If you find somebody that completes your checklist, except for that, I mean, really, you got to be a strong woman. (laughs) It's just able to be like, okay. But I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. It's one of those questions that are like, it's all this time. Because, so based on what you just said, you're telling me, your opinion is that a toy can take the role of a man. For some people. For some people. For some people. Not for and the there's person. Pamela Nicole. Absolutely not. Pamela Nicole. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the real question. So for Pamela Nicole, do those rules apply? No. He, he, the, the real deal got to be real dealing. You feel me? Like, you got to be able to... Cause I'm going to keep it real, real blunt. A toy is not going to choke me. A toy is not going to caress me. A toy is not going to do all the things that I need it to do. Okay. Yes. We'll do all the things that I need. Okay. Let them know. She said a toy will not choke her. What she said? A toy will not caress. What she said now? Yeah. So a toy will not choke me, caress me, kiss me, hold me close. It's not going to do none of that. Right. So that, you know, that's really good you brought that up, like the holding the close, because that's making it 
an emotional type of thing. Yes. Super intimate. Like the intimacy, there's so many forms of intimacy, but having that intimacy with somebody versus like by yourself, like I can hug myself. It's not going to do anything. <laughs> That's true too. You know. Now, what do you think about like for men? Because they got you know blow up dolls, girl. They got all kind of devices and pockets and all kind of gadgets. You know, of course, us gals have had our toys for a minute, but right. guys got stuff too. So when you're talking about that body to body connection, I mean, they got blow up dolls. What do you think about blow up dolls? How effective are they? The ones for the Nike, if we can think for a second. The ones I've seen online, I'm just like, I don't get it. Like personally, like to me, it correlates as like a stuffed animal. Does that make sense? Like I, I just don't see it. As, <laughs> I don't see it as like, it's an like something a companion. You know, it's it's literally like oh a teddy bear on the bed. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't get it. Now, the other toys and stuff for men, that makes sense. Like, it has to make sense for me because, <laughs> you know, there's your aggressive men out there that are like, oh, yeah, you know, like, look, bat, 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 you know, in the bedroom. A dog's not going to react to you. Like, you know what I'm saying? I have to have, like, that interaction, the the roles played, if you will, you know, and that toy is just not going to do it. That's just my personal opinion. Girl, they got them robotic dolls too, okay? And they can probably talk back and do other kinds of things. You know what I'm saying? In like, any language. Have... Right. So that's a whole other thing right there. It's like, oh, shit. They're trying to, you know, and with putting emotion or so called emotion to a robot or to an object mm. or a blow up doll, that's kind of really taking the place of a female, like a woman. Yeah. But it's not really. We know in real life, like, that's not, come on now. No. But, you know, what's, what's scary, though, like, you mentioned that, what's scary is what that could do and affect for future relationships, like, in generations to come, you know what I mean? Because that could be, you know, honestly, I'm thinking scientifically, that could be the end of, like, human civilization as it is because you don't have to procreate. You can get your rocks off with a robot. You don't have to, you, know, you don't have to have the responsibility of, you know, whatever the case may be. So I, I don't see it as being a good thing. You know, the way you phrase that is just so funny to me, like getting your rocks off with a robot. Just think of how like hysterical that sounds, girl. That sounds crazy. Like if anything, we still need human connection. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like the flesh, like, come on now. Like, I can't see how a little dog can just do it all for a man. Like, you have to have that. But at the same time, they could judge us. You know what I'm saying? They could judge us for having toys and vibrators and stuff like that. Agreed. So do you think it's a double standard? Do you think that it's like something that women are expected to have or to do? And for men, it's kind of like, okay, if you, a man has gadgets and toys, it's like more taboo. Or what would you say? I don't really feel like nowadays, I really don't feel like it's, too much of a double standard. Um, I would say probably 15, 20 years ago, absolutely. You know, because it was really on the hush hush back then, like, oh, guys are out here, you know, doing what they do behind closed doors, but nobody really talked about it, you know. Versus now you get on social media and you got the the next generation pocket whatever, uh, like the ads on Instagram, like your algorithm. 
it just pops up and it's just like, oh, okay, cool. You know, you just keep going because it's just part of exactly. every life. You know what I mean? So Right. That's so crazy. You know what? That's a really good, another thing that you brought up because <clears throat> when you think about how, you know, with OnlyFans and Pornhub and all these other things, you know, where you can have it at the click of a button, yes. you know, sex is available to you. So, do you think it's healthy for couples to watch, you know, maybe like pornographic uh, material together or participate in that type of activity, like, you know, filming themselves for maybe OnlyFans or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. Do you think that can be like a bonding experience for couples? And then we're going to, guys, don't worry, we're going to go back to the original. For sure. <laughs> but we had a sidebar because I just have to know. Because I feel like Pam is my personal Dr. Ruth. You know what I'm saying? Like, she is the, like, you know, the cream and the crop expertise when it comes to sex talk. Okay. Y'all may not know that about her, but I'm going to give you the floor. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I, of course, you know, and there are other people out there that know as well. Yes, I do um, feel that it is a very good way to just connect with your partner and at the same time you get those kinks out like some people may be into you know this and that and the third it's a good platform for you to explore with your partner so if there's something that they're not sure that they're into hey would you be willing to try this or what do you think about this and it's a good way to have a conversation connect on that more intimate level and then just be fun and adventurous and explore, you know? So I, I'm all for it. I think that it's very healthy and can promote a lot of new adventures in your relationship. Ooh, trying to spark some stuff up, y'all. Did y'all hear that? New adventures in your relationship. Mm-hmm. I like that because, you know, we know when relationships are new and fresh, it's that adrenaline pumping yes. and the pheromones and everything is going in. It's just that feeling of love and ecstasy. And then sometimes over time, you just it becomes mundane. Like, okay, I'm used to this person. But doing the kinks or other little things can probably keep spark in romance and enticing, Absolutely. you know, fun times in relationships. You because know, girl, like, one day I can be Susie Q, one day I can be Bethany, one day I, you know, I got wigs for days, so you know, you can right. change it up exactly. and try new things. All egos and stuff like that. I love it. I'm so here for it. Um, okay, so that was a really good perspective on the topic. Now, going back y'all a little bit, can someone who you decided, okay, sex is horrible, it's trash, can they be taught? Hmm. Can you teach them to give it to you the right way? Can you teach somebody? You know what I'm saying? Or some people is just a lost cause. Like, ain't no motion in the ocean. Ain't like nothing is going on. There, this person has nothing to even be coachable, trainable. Interesting. I'm never really girl. Look, you know, my raunchy behind, I say something else, but you know, there are other places that you can explore and it might fit a little bit better, you know, but, um, (laughs) but I do really do feel that, you know, if you, it's, it's educating yourself. So I do feel in some instances, yeah, 
somebody can be taught or shown, you know, especially during the act, you can just be like, oh, well, you know, I need it a little bit deeper or I need it, you know, not too much or, you know, you know, your touch, you know, what gets you there. So you have to guide that person because they may not know. And if you want to have that like connection, that bond and build that, you have to have that communication. So he can tell you if there's something that, you know, it goes both ways. Like if there's something that you're not doing correctly or you're not building up to the moment, he can coach you through it too. Very true. I think that's a good point. Very good point. But to counteract what you just said, okay. what if that person don't even have the tools? Literally, they don't have the tool. They don't have the mechanism available to be coachable. Because some guys, you know, they have the right parts. They just don't know what to do with it. Yeah, yeah, of course. No. But what if this man, he just don't even have the substance to even perform? <laughs> what you doing with him? But he, girl, he's loyal. He doesn't cheat. You know, he treats you right. So he's checking um, the boxes. He's checking all the boxes. Letters every morning, and he shows acts of love, and it's all of your love languages that this man mm-hmm. speaks, and vice versa. Oh, but yeah. it's lacking in the stack. It's just like okay. It's more intimate when y'all hold hands. <laughs> what you doing with him? And have you experienced somebody like that before? I have actually. Um, it, yeah, it, it was it was very short lived. Uh, this was in college. This is you know I wasn't in any kind of mind frame to be in a committed relationship in college. But I understand what you're saying with checking the boxes and everything. But as far as just having that experience, girl. I'm making the tugboat tugboat noise because that shit was awful. That's sad. When you have to fake it, like, that is so sad. Um, I think everybody probably has a horror story, you know, about a guy who, you know, wasn't up to par. You know, the performance was lacking. Or, the, you know, there just wasn't no performance at all. It's just like... Oh, sweetheart, I left. Like, there was... Mm-mm. It was... No. Oh, I left. What, what do you mean you left? Oh. In the middle of it? I looked. I said, mm, you know what? I'm tired. And I, I went home. Wait. So y'all were in the act when you were just like, you know what? It was about to go down. And... Oh, it was a... I just... The lights were... Oh, it was always the way... It was a red flag. The lights were... Wait a minute. So it was a based off of sight type of situation. Yes, that was based was off of sight. I had another friend who told me something like that too. She was like, they were making out or something on the couch. She started to feel him, and it was just like, bro, is this a paperclip? Like, what is this? <laughs> not a paperclip. And she was like, yeah, do this. <laughs> you know, yeah. so. See, for me, one of my red flags, if the lights are completely off and all I see is like the lights from the street, we got a problem. Because why can't I see you in the light? Why can't you turn the lamp on? Why can't you have any ambient light? Like, what's the problem? Oh, I don't I don't like the lights. Well, I do. I need to see what's going on. So question. OK, so what if it's dark Okay. and it's going down, right? And it's, it's everything you want it to be. Right. It feels great. But then when y'all are done, the lights are on, you see it, it doesn't look, you know, it doesn't look like it can do nothing, but you were actually satisfied. 
then we're good. <laughs> okay, so you don't care about the aesthetic. It's just about the feeling. That. It's, it's okay. about the feeling. Now, the other thing, too, some men can come off real cocky, like, oh, I'm macho, I'm this, you know, and then just be extremely underwhelming. <laughs> right. And That's I, usually the one that talk is like, mm, okay. No. Yeah. No. I don't think so. So what about you, Miss Nia J? Are we... This is this is going towards that question, but I'm going to add a little to it. Okay. So just say he's like an average Joe, so he's not like missing any pieces of the pie, <laughs> if you will. But say he's an average Joe, right, and above. So average Joe and above. What's more important, length or girth? Goodness, it can't be both. No, in this case, no. In this case, no. So, okay. I mean, the girth, but what if it's like one inch? Like, because that's not <laughs> Well, that's not an average Joe. I'm thinking like, so I want to say average Joe, like. Give me a crab cake. Give me a crab cake. <laughs> let's give the man like five inches and above. Let's just, let's just do like something about that, like around that line. I mean, if that's, if that's, if, you know, if, if he has the good old hook and, hook and grab, then perhaps, you know what I'm saying? Okay. You got to have the whole hook and grab. Okay. I mean, but then the long and skinny, that just may not be doing nothing. You know, that may just be going for a swim. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's so interesting. There's pros and cons to both, actually. There really are. Okay. What are your pros? What, you what are your pros and cons? I just said. <laughs> well, they got to be more than that. They got to be more than that. Yeah. Like, if it's long and skinny, okay, well, like, I may not be feeling anything. <laughs> or I may. I don't know. You know, it depends. You got to have the old hook and grab. No. Like, that's for girth and England, you know? <laughs> but for me, I would prefer both. But that's in a perfect. Okay, I got you. I got you. What about you? For me personally, it would have to be the length because I don't want to be sitting on like a russet potato. You feel me? Like that's just like when I think of like that's what I was saying. Crab cake. Yeah, that, that's 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 perfect. You know, like I think coke can and russet potatoes, and I'm just like ow, ow, like mm. -mm. So if if it's a nice insertion. And you're good, like, and you're good lengthwise. I'm happy. Got a little curve. Yeah, that makes sense. Like the hook line is sick, like you said too. A little curve to the left. Like we're good. We're great. Right. Exactly. Great. Like Aaliyah says, you know, <laughs> rock the boat. That. That part. And I did not know what she was talking about then. I really didn't. Look, and if you didn't see that episode, that was a couple episodes back where we were talking about songs back in the '90s. We didn't know. We didn't know. We did not know. We were in the dark, y'all. So safe. All these songs. And also, a lot of these people that recorded these songs were under 18, like young. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of sex songs, like 90s and stuff. That we were that we were dancing to at dances. Like just Exactly. You know? That stuff would not fly today. It's crazy. Like even Aaliyah's age ain't nothing but a number. That would not fly today. Like what? In the day of Me Too? Mm-mm. Not at all. At all. Yeah. So, mm. Mm. so girth versus the length and all of that. Yeah. Okay. What about things started off really good, right? Okay. 
And now we're talking about like a long-term relationship. Things start off really good, but then over time, y'all just don't feel like doing it no more. Like the passion, the intimacy is missing. What are some things that some couples can do to kind of like bring the spark back to their relationship? Yeah. So with that, it's really kind of you having to go and make the effort. Honestly, effort is the most important thing. If you realize the problem, brainstorm something like a game I like to do. It's a, it, I got this off of Facebook. So you get a mason jar and then you put a popsicle, uh, popsicle sticks in it. And on each popsicle stick, you write down something different, like date night. You know, we're going to go to the movies, something. And each one, every other week, you pick one out of the jar, pick one out, set a date and get it going, you know, start like a conversation, go places, have that intimate time that you're missing. And I think that's a cutesy way to get stuff started. Now, if you want the raunchy way to start things, since we're, since we're getting there, um, I forget what this toy is called, but it's a remote controlled vibrator and you can actually, you insert it, give him the rain to give him the remote. It has like 14 different settings, go to dinner, go wherever. And just whenever he feels like it, just, Oh wow! So both of y'all have it on? No, just me. But he has just you. Yeah, but he has the remote that controls. He has the remote. Mm -hmm. He's like, girl, you gonna be having some sensations at dinner? Okay, you're just gonna be like, whoa, what's going on? And (laughs) you can also get your phone too. It's a phone activated app, and you can actually just like move it, and it'll move like in the whatever like line. So you can spell your name if you want, and it'll literally within your nether region, spell whatever. Do squiggly lines, whatever. Dang. That's like that Fifty Shades of Grey type of stuff right there. Yes. But of course, y'all, Pamela Nicole would know. Okay, I'm just letting y'all know. She is the, like I said, the expert <laughs> on all things toys and collectibles. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not shy about it, so, you know. It's educational. I really feel like a lot of people men and women alike they don't like to talk about sex it's like still taboo for some people and it's just like it's it's literally something people do every single day you know it's what makes and that's how all of us got here yes you know i'm saying that's how the world the world became a place of how many eight almost eight billion people come on that it's that's what everybody does that's what everyone has in common yeah and it's part of our anatomy you know it's you know, and some people don't know how to express it. And I think that's one of the biggest problems with people going into like situationships and then leading into relationships. And maybe it doesn't work out in the end because of the communication. Like somebody might be into like super kinks and it doesn't come out until later on. And then it's a problem when it should, you know, when it should be addressed or I, should, I shouldn't say be addressed up front, but the person should be made comfortable enough to be like, hey, let me just throw this out here. I'm into, you know, feet or something, you know, like. Right. Express that stuff up front because some people will not be comfortable with all of your kinks and some are. So that person may not be for you when you're looking at long term. Now, hookups and flings, that's a whole different thing. It's like, you know, um, so what is when you feel your partner is lacking in an area in the bedroom, male or female, 
because this question can apply to everybody. What is appropriate? What kind of terminology are we using? What are we supposed to say? That's not offensive, but it's letting the person know like, hey, I am exercising my boundaries in this relationship by expressing, hey, you're not satisfying me. But how should how should that person come to their significant other and address it? Hmm. That's a good question, hon. Um, I mean, honestly, so honesty is the best policy. Not every, I mean, and this is anybody's relationship. You're going to hurt each other's feelings. There's going to be things that are said that the other person may not like. And I really don't think that something that's a long-term thing. Sex is so long-term, you know, and I don't think that it should be something that's sugar-coated. It should definitely be something that is like straight to the point. This is where, you know, point A, B, C, D, whatever. I'm, it's not being hit. And what do you think we should do? And it shouldn't just be a what should you do? Because you, you need the other person to do what y'all are doing. It's a collective teamwork thing of what should we do? What do we need to try so that I can further and get better at, or I can have more like orgasmic experiences or whatever. And you can learn in the process. I really don't think that there's any, like you you really can't sugarcoat that unfortunately, but you know, I agree with what you're saying a hundred percent wholeheartedly. Only thing I would add to that would be, Yes, you know, show them, you know, where they're lacking. But try to, I guess, you can kind of bring it up in a, a more light way. Like, hey, let's try this. I wouldn't be to the point of like, oh, no, that just wasn't, mm-mm. <laughs> it's all about your delivery, you know? No, definitely, definitely. It's all about the delivery and how you um, present it to your, your partner. You're like, hey, you know, let's try something. And then they get the hint without totally damaging or destroying their ego. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, I mean, and we're not supposed to really run relationships out of ego and pride. We're human beings. And some things are going to make us feel like, well, damn. You know? Yeah, of course. That's how you feel. Because now it's personal. It's like a personal attack when you say it a certain way. Mm -hmm. Opposed to if you say it in a more... Um, a more enthusiastic, like, hey, let's, you know, do this. Then it's like, oh, okay, well, we're just taking this, we're taking taking it up a notch. Okay. That way, that's something yes. we're experiencing together. It's like, okay, we're trying this, we're going to do this, this way, you know, opposed to making you feel so bad. It's really all mm-hmm. a mental game on how you bring it to your partner. I love that you brought that up. She always, Leah always brings up like the sweet way and very positive way of like saying things. And it really just, it, it makes my brain just work. Like, hmm, I'm very blunt and to the point. And I love that about you that you like, you think more, um, you're more endearing. Well, here's the thing not naturally because I'm a Sagittarius. So naturally, I want to be blunt. Right. And a lot of the time, especially when it comes to voicing my opinion, I'm very blunt. But I do take people's feelings into consideration. Yeah. At this at this age, not ten years ago. Oh no. <laughs> at this age, I'm gonna take somebody's feelings into consideration. Mm-hmm. And whenever I am in a disagreement with anybody, be it 
uh, romantic or platonic business, if there is a disagreement, I take myself outside of the situation and put myself in their mind space and think, okay, yeah, why should I not flip the out at this moment right mm-hmm. now? I'm like, oh, okay. I'm reasoning with them by, you know, attempting to think like this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you have to do that same thing when it comes to the people that you're in a relationship, that you're screwing, whatever it is, mm-hmm. whatever level it's at, because you want to be satisfied at the end of the day. Yeah. I feel it is, that is a very, it's a primal thing. Yeah. That is very important. But we are, we have a biological clock. We are human beings and we run off of primal first. So I feel it's really important. I don't know, but no, I get it. That's how I feel. But I do, I do believe that people can be, um, you know, coached if you have the right tools. You know, in a in more, like yeah. you said, a more endearing way. Of course, of course. In a more endearing way than just being like, oh, mm-mm. Mm-mm. what? That was not it. So let me ask you the same question you asked me: If the tools ain't tooling. What you doing? <laughs> I ain't doing nothing. I'm about to dip. Okay. <laughs> I am about to dip. No. There's no there's no teachable moment <laughs> or anything. It's like mm-mm. No, 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 no. I have a story. I'm not naming anybody, but young, obviously very young woman. Um and I decided to try to give this guy a chance. We went on a couple dates, whatever. And then when it was time to do the do, he was impotent. There was no nothing, you know? And then I was like, ooh, I got to go. <laughs> and then his his response to me was, oh, that's because that's the curse. He's like, you asked me my last name really early on in this, you know, um, courtship. You asked me my last name. And. Whenever a female asks me my last name, I can't get it up. And I'm like, sir, you got to try better than that. Like, that doesn't make any sense. So I never. I don't know. Just that story alone. He got to go. (laughs) (laughs) And this man was young. He was probably like 23 at the time. Oh, wow. That's really sad. If you're interested at that age, you probably, I mean, man. And this was, you know, about 10 years ago. So I don't know. Jeez. See, what about that? That's another example of what you're talking about. Yeah. That's even probably worse, worse than the rustic potato because at least the rustic potato can possibly get up. Right. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Like if you haven't if you're having problems like that, nah. I, I just because I mean that's at a young age. What's to say, you know, this is lifelong. This could be like you could have some serious medical condition and I'm not committing to that if that's what that is, you know? <laughs> Sorry. Like, if that's what that is. I don't know, sis. Now, I do want to bring this up. So we're talking about hitting all of the right check marks on the list except for that. <laughs> Let's flip the script. He doesn't hit any of the check marks with the sexist bomb. <laughs> And I know you got there's it. a lot of, of our viewers that are in that predicament. <laughs> yes, I was going to say, look, I'm talking to all of, all of the female viewers. Yes. Like, listen, y'all, it's okay. We, 
We're on your side. It's going to be okay. We are. Because <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of guys out here who ain't worth nothing, you know, like scum. Period. But they slinging, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, man. <laughs> look at Pam's face. Man. She's like, <laughs> unfortunately, you know, God, God is comical, right? Yeah. He's very comical sometimes. Um, no, I, I, that can't go either. I have, you have the boxes checked, so pretty yeah. much you just don't have nothing going for yourself. You're a horrible person. No ambition, no goals. You t- are rude to me and everything, but you just got some some good, some good old good old, good old stuff. And look, Nia has been there on my journey when I had pandemic peen, and it was it was it was an experience, but it was not meant for me. Definitely not. It was definitely pandemic peen. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I always told myself, like, this, and it's funny how us women, even men, too, we have the list of what we're looking for, and it's like something comes along, it's like, I would never, I would never touch this, and then the next thing you know, it's the next day, you're like, oh, it's morning, walk of shame, what happened? Right. What, what, what went wrong, you know? Oh. Oh my God! Not it's morning walk of shame. That is too funny, girl. Oh, you know what? I mean, I'm sure that look, we're relating, we're relating to our viewers because we're just keeping it real. Absolutely, all of these are real life scenarios that play out, you know, every day, and neither one of us are excluded. So I feel like this should be a um, a safe place, like a safe platform for people to be able to voice, you know. Of or share their stories or voice their opinions on all of the topics that we cover. But this is a really important topic because like you were saying earlier, mm-hmm. talking about it sometimes is still taboo. Um, when it comes to like, you know, people t- turning a nose or judging, when at the end of the day, all the people in the church house and all the aunties and uncles all y'all was getting down, still getting down. Like, come on, quit playing. Like, Art. you know what I'm saying? Like, no, <laughs> we're not doing that, guys. We're not doing that. No. But yeah, I feel conversation, communication skills with the person that you're being intimate with to let them know what pleases you, what you want. Um, and it has a very, it can be either detrimental or positive on how that person responds. Once you give them the feedback, are they going to take heed and listen and be like, okay, let me practice. Mm -hmm. Let's try to put this into the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Or when we're having sex, let's try to, you know, keep the spark alive or incorporate some things, find out what her kinks are and vice versa, satisfy one another. Because if not... It's going to fizzle out. I mean, it. I just don't, I, to be honest, I don't care how strong, like, they can be working together, like, business wise, solid. Everything else can be solid. But I feel like that is lacking. That is a crucial foundation for, like, everything else. Like, it's like the core infrastructure of a home. If you don't have that, then it's just like, it's a facade. It's not real. And it's not going to last if there's no intimacy in a relationship. 
and it could be like any kind of it doesn't have to be like the physical intimacy like we we're discussing like like you can have different types like we said at the beginning there's so many different types of intimacy that you can have in a relationship just like just the basic holding hands is this type of intimacy just you know having that deep like pillow talk is intimacy you know there's just so many different ways and I feel like you have to really like well-rounded in like the intimacy like category does that make sense yeah it does yeah. you know what's funny though also I'm thinking about when we get older um and how you know your health and stuff can impact your performance and the things that older couples can do to kind of you know maybe some of that that connection on that um more emotional or staying in touch that way doing stuff together there's a really fun i don't know if you've seen the movie uh it's on hulu it's with um the old actresses it's like jane fonda and lily tomlin and um the dude who played shaft it's on hulu it's called moving on but jane fonda is like 85 she has a sex scene with the dude who played Shaft. So I was like, you know what? I like this movie. It's really good because that's not something that you see, but it's reality. There right. are still seniors out there getting it in. Yeah. If you are healthy and capable, and I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to do a spoiler alert, but I'm gonna say this one scene mm -hmm. disclosure. There's this one scene where she's about to have sex with uh, what's his name, Richard Round. Uh, that's his name, I think, Richard Roundtree, the guy who played Shaft. Mm -hmm. They're about to that, in the movie that was her ex-husband whatever long story short after like 60 years apart here they are about to get in his wife died or whatever mm -hmm. so she's like let me place myself safely on the bed before we get started oh. <laughs> so it's like things like that you have to think about because she wants to make sure hey motion or ocean i don't want to break a head <laughs> you know what i'm saying so it was really cool to see that kind of like okay like this is a very senior sex scene so that's yeah. different that but that's right. what we don't think about. As we get older, you know, things start to change. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So one person in a relationship could still have a high libido and still be ready and ready, willing to go. Another person could be transitioning on out of here. Yeah. So I'm sure that's kind of a rock and a hard place where at that point you have to base it off of everything else that you built it on. Mm -hmm. I think that's the exception to the rule. When you hit those golden years, and if you're married, then it's the for better or for worse. Of course. Of course. That's really when you think about it, vows and stuff take effect. Mm -hmm. And it's like you're just saying, saying words when you do it, but then you're like, okay, we live this legacy out. Yeah. So I don't know. It's hard work, you know. Like you're saying, it is the words, but it, it is a lot of hard work to, you know, continue that cycle like every single day for the rest of your life with this person, you know. Now, on the flip side of our beautiful elderly couples, you got your midlife crisis men that are daddies, daddies out here with getting don't want to age and are afraid afraid of you know I'm not going to be able to perform anymore. Let me get me a little 19, 20 year old song something, you know. Oh, oh, not the silver foxes with the 19, 20 somethings, mm -hmm. girl. Tell me about them. What you know about them? So. <laughs> That's a whole different thing. And I feel like I say a midlife crisis for a man. It could be in between the ages of 40 to like 65 and even like later too. I mean, Anna Nicole Smith, how old was her husband? He was like almost. Girl, that was, that was 
just grotesque. That was insane. He was like 97 and she was like 30 or something like yeah. that. It was just big age gap. Yes. But I feel like a lot of men, they feel like they're too good for women their age, but the mentality is not there. So they still, I guess, mentally think that they're 27, 28 years old. And it's like, they see, and they see themselves in the mirror. It's like, no, I I don't want to, I don't want to age. I don't want to go there. Let me backtrack. And if you've got money, Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. easy, easy. Exactly. You know, there's a couple people that come to mind, you know, there's a couple celebrities that come to mind mm-hmm. for sure. You have your Diddy's and everything, you know. Danny DeVito, not Danny DeVito. Um, Al Pacino. Sorry, Al. Pacino. Oh, Al Pacino, girl. Al Pacino. Okay, now you touching. Now you get, now you getting somewhere because <laughs> both Al Pacino, okay, and the other one, De Niro, Robert, Robert De Niro. De Niro. Mm-hmm. They both had babies. They got small babies, y'all. Yeah. Small kids. One of them's like 80 or 79. Others like 83 or 84. They both had kids. Both going through paternity test situation. Man. The women are coming for the, the money. The money. By their plan. That's it. That's it. So obviously, I mean, like I said, the elders are still getting it in. Oh, yes. But just not always with, with grandma. Yeah. You know? Could be taking in with the freshly graduated high school girl because I think the one that she know impregnated is like twenty six. Yeah, and I think she she's she's known. I, I was reading a little bit about her. She's known for being um, in that circle. So she's dated a um, little handful of other celebrity men that are in that age group. So that's that's her that's her shtick. You know? Was she on Geezer Patrol? Oh, yeah, I'm here for it. Geezer Patrol. Got it. Did you hear about... <laughs> I hate being like... I don't, I'm don't. i not trying to be messy, but... Should I bring it up? I don't think I'll bring it up. Let's go back to what I was saying. <laughs> I just don't want to bring up. Just because I just feel like... Mm, I don't want to go there. Okay, no worries. No worries. Diddy, how do you feel about the fact that he's dating... A female rapper, right? Mm-hmm. He's dating a female rapper. All the while, he has this other chick pregnant. He has this baby, names her Baby Love. How would you feel? I know he's a billionaire, but dang, like, at some point in time, you have to have some type of self-respect. Or how do you feel about it? Is it worth it to be with a billionaire to just be able to put up with whatever? Like, just let him drag you, like, so bad. Like, you have babies on the inside. I, I really don't think it's worth it. And honestly, with that situation, I really thought that was all, like, a whole publicity stunt from the get. Just to promote her and her music and get her out there. Because, you know, he he be making stars. You know what I'm saying? You think still it's a publicity stunt? I still do. To, to a certain extent, I do. And because... All- but they're not screwing around. Girl, bye. No, like you can screw around, like you can screw around, but still make it business. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, I feel that this is all. So it's not as heavy as they portrayed. Right, right. It's more casual. Right, right. And she's, you you see how cool, calm, and collected. I mean, she's had a little outburst here and there, but 
collectively, she's just been like, it's cool. Because she's one, she's getting paid. She's making her money. She's got her career set. I mean, it makes sense to me that it would just be a publicity set. Now, if it was like a whole full blown, like Krishan and blue face baby situation. Now that that's a little different just because I had read things about him taking her money and, you know, she was trying to make it and he wasn't allowing her to versus Diddy's like, Oh, here, like, let's get you signed. Let's get you going. You know, here's your career on a platter. Here's the money on a platter, you know, and I'm going to do what I do because we're not married. That's how I look at it. So, okay. So interpreting what you just said, you're saying that if the BS comes on a billion dollar platter with all the diamonds and all, Mm -hmm. all that good stuff, then it's kind of worth going through it with like, okay, well, opposed to someone who's literally bringing you down from jump. Depending on the person. Now, if your mindset is just, this is what I'm going after, because honestly, if you're going for a Diddy type, you already know what you're setting yourself up for. You understand? It's not like a random person where you don't know like what the expectation is. This, you know what the expectation is. You're going into this knowing, oh, I'm here for the money. I'm here for this. I really don't care about anything else. That's like the way I look at it, especially with like people that like billionaires, millionaires, because you already know this. This is established, you know. No, I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I really do. But when it comes to Young Miami, and by the way, I would love because I first thing is that we want to make sure the show is non-biased. Of We're going to express all views, you know, um, and also give people the opportunity to come on the platform and express how they feel about stuff too. So by all means, Carisha. You find yourself watching this episode. Yeah, please. Here is a formal invitation to come on to the show. Please. Let's talk about, as women, let's just put our guard down and have that conversation. Mm -hmm. Because I cannot sit here and believe that after you say it's business, okay, I definitely think it's partially business, of them being affiliated with one another for about probably two years at this point, that this woman has no feeling or no type of emotional attachment to this man. That If that's the case and she's not human... Because you're with this person all the time. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me at some point it crossed a lot. Of course, in the beginning, it was probably like, oh, right. this is, he got money. <laughs> you know, up and coming girl from Florida came from nothing. Right. So, of course. But you don't think she felt some type of way when another woman is carrying his child? No, I definitely think that she felt some type of way. But as far as how she had to put her feelings on a platter or put them on a platter, but put them out in public. I feel like she had to like differentiate you separate them. You know what I'm saying? Like feelings versus business. She has to roll with it. Like she's cool with it. I don't know their situation. Mm -hmm. Perhaps like you said, since it's probably transactional or I don't know. Yeah. I would love love to know, honestly. I would love to know too. It's not like I so I, I think about it this way. Like I, you said earlier, oh, I read that so and so. I don't. To be honest, some some blogs and stuff are not always on point what they say. Right. right. And we know this from the tabloid days. They're not always going to be, you know, truthful. So I don't know what's going on in people's home or whatever. Right. Right. And I also don't know 
you know, what Diddy's working with as far as the toolage. Mm-hmm. Because that may also be a reason that she's sticking around for the billions and the toolage, or he may not, I don't, you know, I don't know. So that's there. And the thing, that's the, the thing that I, I always like when, like you mentioned Diddy, the only thing I ever like, not saying the man doesn't have feelings. I'm sure he has, you know, he shows emotion and everything. But as far as with women, I will never forget that it is always, it was always Kim Porter, like that she cannot be replaced. You know, that was the love of his life. And I have never, even when he was with Jay, he was with JLo with Cassie. He was with Cassie for 10 years. Okay. Like and wasted her precious time. Hello. You know, he never, I've never heard that man speak so highly of anyone else he's been with. So that's another reason that I say what I say about like, you know, it being like more of a business thing. And because you never heard him just out in public talk about Carisha, just like, mm, you know, I think yeah. I found, you know, my soulmate or I found, you know, especially if you spent this much time with somebody, you know, you have to have come up with some kind of you know, feeling for that person. And I just, <laughs> I just have never heard that man speak positively about any other woman besides Kim Porter. You know, it must be really hard when a man has already found his soulmate and that person has either died or he's mm-hmm. on a break and you're either a rebound or a replacement. Like, for yeah. example, Kim Porter passed away. Can you imagine? You're the next woman up and his soulmate died, even though they weren't together. Mm-hmm. You're never going to get that same type of love and admiration and Ever. even respect, unfortunately, because I don't feel that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, for sure. It's just not the same. And I see exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And also, the fact that Kim Porter is probably closer in age to him and that, right. you know, this young lady is still in her 20s. So that's a whole nother, you know, a whole nother um, aspect of it, too. So, I mean, to be honest, to go back down to the root of what we're talking about here, it matters, okay, y'all? All of it matters. <laughs> All of it matters. We need all boxes checked, or at least eight out of ten. Right. Okay. Look. <laughs> no. In all honesty, to each his own, to each her own. Yes. Um, you find somebody that makes you happy, if they're able to satisfy you. If not, give them, you know, some encouraging ways to get that back on track or get the spark going to begin with. Or if not, you feel it's time to move on and do so as well. But, um. I hope everyone found this episode insightful and helpful because we're just trying to talk about real life issues that we as women deal with. It's no need to sugarcoat it or, you know, do anything else like that. So once again, y'all go ahead and make sure y'all comment down below. We want to hear y'all's insight, y'all's feedback, and what y'all have to say about good sex, bad sex, what's a deal breaker. Yes. Right? Right, right, right. Yeah. In closing, uh, I am your girl, Mia J. And right over there, I got Pamela Nicole. Don't forget to like and subscribe as well. Like and subscribe, y'all. Once again, thank you so much for watching. And until next time, Dinosaur Queens.